Education. It's a wild and wacky world that seems to be constantly changing. While we don't have all the answers, we try to have fun finding them. This is the Academia Nuts Podcast. Welcome to the Academia Nuts Podcast. We're coming to you from Randolph Community College in Asheboro, North Carolina. As always, we're trapped in the freshly cleaned out and organized zombie closet. So when the apocalypse occurs, we'll be riding it out with a bit more elbow room. I'm Chris Julian, Director of Marketing and Icon of Style for Discerning Lumberjacks across the nation. Across from me is Felicia Barlow, our Marketing Specialist, who surrounds herself with the simple things in life, from her clothes to her co-workers. Ba-dum-bum. Present, as always, is our one-time intern turned part-time linslinger, Sydney Bartholow, who enjoys bold colors and bolder coffees. <laughs> that is so accurate. Nice. That's literally me. So we have a pair of special guests join the podcast today. Uh, ladies first, our next-door neighbor, Marissa Mills, RCC's sax liaison, will wow us with her wisdom of what women wear. Oh, Hello. wait. That's what I'm supposed to do? Well, I'm just saying hey. Okay. Yes, great. Glad and, to be here. <laughs> and hailing from the other end of the building is Josh Brown, Assistant Director of Financial Services, self-made man and man who makes selfies for his fashion forward fans on Instagram. That's Dr. Josh to you. Nice. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome Marissa and Josh. Thank you. So our topic for today is professional style or how I learned to stop worrying and dress for success. Felicia has been surfing the waves of knowledge on the World Wide Web and has managed to track down a few articles we'll discuss on this segment we call In a Nutshell. So the way I got into this was talking about dress codes. And I said, you know, let me do a little research on school dress codes, specifically community colleges. Turns out a lot of community colleges have dress codes. I had never really thought about it before, to be honest. I don't know about you guys, but when I went to college, my style dissolved. I didn't have much of a style. I think it was just the transition in my life. And then I came back around. Not that I'm the most stylish person, don't get me wrong, but I did not wear flip-flops or flippers or pajamas to class as some people do, right? Mm -hmm. I think we've all seen this. Yes? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So going on through the articles, I found one, and it answered the question as, why would a community college campus have a dress code in the first place? Well, for one, uh, it can minimize violence. You know, talking about if there are, let's say, gang-related signs, not necessarily, maybe not in this area, but you think about larger areas of the country. Um, it could also cut down on robberies because there would not be trendy clothes that somebody may want or hats or things like that. I'd never thought about it in that perspective, but from a safety standpoint. And there was an, another article that our fearless leader, Chris Julian, found in the Art of Manliness <laughs> that says... Of course I would be at the Art of Manliness well, of website course. because <laughs> I always have to keep myself in check. <laughs> you manly man, you. I am. <laughs> So it it put it this way. When you dress sharp, you think sharp. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, when I feel like I look nice, I I have a whole different persona. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like when you're feeling good and you like look really good, you yeah. feel more confident. You do have you more confidence. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you have, I mean, it's easier to talk to people if you feel really good about yourself. That's right. It does. 
Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like I'm taking a lot more seriously whenever I address more sharply, you know? No, that's true. Right. There was another uh, point to that. It said that it reminds college students that they never know who they're going to meet mm-hmm. while they're on a college campus. Mm-hmm. Possibly a future soulmate, a future employer. Mm-hmm. You just never know who you might run into. Mm-hmm. So you think about that. Do you want to run into a possible employer in your jammies? Right. Probably not. We did a campus tour a while back, and they they had a dress code to come to class. You couldn't wear shorts. You had to wear um, you couldn't wear jeans. You had to wear slacks or you know long skirt for the ladies or whatever. But the reason was they have so many. Um, graduates that come back on campus and now they're business owners and they may drop in on a class and speak and those students sitting in that class are seriously potential employees for this company and they don't ever want them to be in a situation where they make a bad impression right off the bat which i like that i do too or or similar to that um you never know when you might be working for the college that you go to case in point i was a student here at rcc Mm -hmm. when dr shackelford was the president so it's a good thing I didn't dress like a hood rat. Otherwise, he may not have hired That's me. That's a good That's point. That's right. That's right. That, okay, I have a question now. Sorry, is hood rat too graphic? No, hood rat is perfect. <laughs> no, perfect. it's We can great. say hood rat on the air. And it, remind, <laughs> it reminds me, in one of these articles, it says that uh, Don Bat was back on campus, outfitted like a BMOC big man on campus, mm-hmm. instead of a yard bird. What's a yard bird? I think like a chicken. I'm going to go with, because that was, they were referencing whenever that was done. Yeah, it was like in the 50s. Yeah, so I'm thinking a yard bird was just kind of a. Like a scrub. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We don't want like a hood rat. Right, like a hood rat. Hood okay. rat, yeah. I think that I think those are interchangeable now. Okay, okay. Hood rat, just yard bird. Shows yeah, my age. I don't know really either one of those. <laughs> you know, and I, from these articles, um, you know, style is near and dear to my heart. I mean, if you look at me, you think, wow, what right. a pinnacle. <laughs> I mean, I think this every day, Chris. I mean, when I walk through the door, people, uh, you know, and and in some manner, swoon. Yes. You know. Felicia's always coming to the door telling us how lucky she is. Have you seen Chris today? Mm -hmm. Have you seen what he looks like today? Especially since she started tucking that shirt in. Since I started tucking my shirt in. When was that exactly? It was a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) I I have two outfits I wear. One is a gray pair of pants with a khaki shirt or with a uh, with a polo shirt, and the other is a khaki pair of pants with a polo shirt. So you know, but variances on the polos. Yes, absolutely. You know, yes. and then in the winter, I'll wear a long sleeve button up shirt. So I, I feel a little under equipped to talk about this today. As and do I. I'm, I may be a little quiet. I'm going to kind of lean heavy on Josh and Marissa, yeah. but um, we're counting on Josh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, at least from at least from the man's perspective, right, right. Um, you know, and, you know, to me, it never occurred to me coming up that, you know, my style would necessarily have anything to equate to to what I was later on. Um, I went to, you know, community college, started out in graphic design, and then went into art school. Sometimes that does not equate to fine dress. Uh, a lot of times, the less stylish you were, the more you were kind of sticking it to the man. Mm-hmm. You were kind of showing your um, indifference to authority. And it's taken me a long time. I mean, before I came to work here, I was in either jeans and a t-shirt every day or shorts and a t-shirt uh, because I was a freelance graphic designer. Now, when I would go out and meet a client, I would certainly dress up. I would put on jeans and a polo shirt or, <laughs> or so it Your was never. finest ripped jeans. Yeah, exactly. My finest, my fine, my least holy jeans. So, 
So yeah, to me, you know, this is something I am almost feel like I'm I'm late to the party. Well, you you dress for the job that you have. I mean, if you work in the emergency room, you're not going to wear a business suit. So the fashion, I mean, what you wear for your job is different. I liked one of the articles that talked about uh, the fashion show that they had. I agree. Yeah, that was really cool. One of the, uh, I believe it was a private um, college. Near Queens. Yes. Mm -hmm. But they held a fashion show for back to school to demonstrate, okay, here's what you should look like when you come to campus. Mm -hmm. And they had some fairly strict regulations, Mm -hmm. more strict than, because one of them was no jeans. Right. So they were very serious about what you could and could not wear. And actually some community colleges here in North Carolina have some interesting dress codes. Um, Guilford Tech, GTCC, our neighbor, Mm -hmm. down the road a bit. Neighbor to the north. Yes. Uh, They do have one, and they listed out uh, pieces of clothing that are inappropriate, clothes that display nudity, profanity, deeply cut shirts, blouses, anything depicting violence, or sagging and low-cut pants. Ah, there goes my, okay. get that here. There's, goes my whole wardrobe. <laughs> so, and then there's a, another one, Richmond Community College, um, in kind of in the eastern part of the state. They have a dress code that does not allow leggings to be worn as pants. Oh, oh man. It also says no too short shorts, Good. no short skirts, no halter tops, midriff bearing, and so on and so forth. And this is for women, right? It did not <laughs> yeah, specify. Men can wear, men can wear anything they want to. I'm okay. going to go with, let's <laughs> Across not the board. do that. Yeah. Okay. But the <laughs> leggings is what I found interesting because mm-hmm. we've all had this discussion kind of amongst ourselves that leggings are not attractive on anyone. Well, Unless you're like a, I would agree. a zero man. I don't wear them. Or if you're wearing them like under a dress. Or if you're or six. <laughs> or if you're on your cute. way to dance practice or something. Well, yeah, like and exactly. I think I think that's their point too is yeah. wear something that covers right. your, you know. All right, how much of this stuff. is is um style consciousness and how much of this is kind of where we are in life? I mean, if you think back to your parents and my parents and everybody else, whenever we were wearing at the time that we considered stylish, it was like I can't believe the kids these days are wearing that kind of stuff. So are we being fuddy duddies in, in terms of leggings or is this is this a legit legit Probably. concern? When I was in high school, I went to the beach with a friend of mine. We bought these cool crop top t shirts. I was so excited, got home with that thing and mama threw it in the trash. Wow. So didn't you say that was airbrushed? It was. Yeah. It was See? not cheap. It was a yeah. sweet little Myrtle Beach shirt. Right. Oh. It went right in the trash. Yeah. Not on my daughter. Exactly. Wow. I wished I hadn't showed it to her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could have hit it back. Yeah. Sorry. I think probably to some extent we are being fuddy-duddies, uh, especially probably in the students' eyes. But I think what they don't understand, or probably don't understand, is that as the community college, you know, we're here to educate them about the future, but we're also here to prepare them for the future and what yeah. the real world is. For sure. And the real world is not, I'm going to wear leggings to work today and not take a bath. Right, and when they go in for that job interview, the person that is dressed in nice slacks and a jacket, 
if if everything else is the same, that person's going to get the job over them sure. when they have their leggings on. Sure. Yep. So making that impression, we do have a responsibility to right. to them, like That's Josh said. Well, I've always heard that you need to dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. So that to me means dress a little nicer than you would normally. Normally, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah, and I was over here agreeing with Marissa as uh, I remember that last week I showed up wearing Vans and. Uh, cut off jeans at the bottom was cut off and a Ramones t-shirt. So I'm definitely uh, dressing for the job. So which job is that that you want? (laughs) She wants to be a roadie for the Ramones? Uh, Yeah. yeah, No, no. It it was a long story. Okay. (laughs) Well, and as a photographer, you know, you're almost, and again, like as an artistic individual, you're almost expected to have a little bit of an edge to you. That's true. So, you know, that's why I have such a hard time because style and fashion is such an ambiguous term for so many different people. But I mean, I'm sitting here looking at Josh. Josh is a is well put together, and I think that could be, you know, almost anything. You know, that could be he could be uh, a businessman. He could be a photographer, even. You know, and just mm-hmm. depending on what the um, yeah. what what his outlook is. So. Well, thank you, Chris. Yes. Um, one one thing I kind of wanted to mention, and it kind of goes along with that, um, in regards to fashion versus style. You know, is it the same thing? We use it interchangeably. I don't know if it's just from a man's perspective and style sounds a little more masculine than fashion, but I like to think that that fashion is, you know, it's clothes. It's what's trendy right now. It changes today versus tomorrow where style is more something you possess. It's a quality that you carry with you. And if you have style, then it really doesn't matter what you're wearing because you carry yourself in a way that pulls it off. It's almost an attitude. Right. That's I feel like a, I need some some background music whenever I walk around, like a, a theme song. I think that would add to my style. <laughs> I feel like that's what we were talking about the other day. That's right, because I said that for Josh. Josh left the office, and we were like, he needs like some slow motion. Or, or I, said, some, like, I picture music. him in slow motion with the wind blowing his hair <laughs> and some type of theme song. Oh and him gosh. with this very wow. serious look. Wow. Wow. What do you picture Miami whenever you see me? I didn't know something. that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, earlier Some in your music your, or something. Your uh, metallic <laughs> or your Definitely. aluminum walking stick. I heard some pretty music in the background. Some banjo music going off. <laughs> All right. We're getting off the deep end here. All right. Well, let's take a break. And uh, when we come yeah. back, we'll learn a little bit more about our guests here and uh, maybe continue our talk on style and fashion and all things in between here on the Academia Nuts podcast. Hey, Cindy, new backpack. Yeah, the Power Princesses are my favorite. Say, are those new superhero sneakers? My mom got them for me. They light up. When you reach a certain age, going back to school isn't about new stuff. It's about new opportunities. At Randolph Community College, you can get the education you need to pick up where you left off, prepare for a new career, or simply learn something new. Find out more at Randolph.edu. Randolph Community College. Creating opportunities, changing lives. Welcome back to the Academia Nuts podcast. We're here with Marissa Mills and Josh Brown. Marissa, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here at RCC? Yes. Like you said, my name is Marissa Mills, and I've been here at the college for about three and a half years, but I grew up in this area. I went to Northmore just right down the road, so I feel like I came home when I came here. I've had a couple of different jobs since I've been here, but the current position that I'm in now is the SACS liaison. And okay, and now tell us what SACS is. SACS, is, it's an acronym. It stands for Southern Association of Colleges and Schools, and they have since added more letters to this acronym. 
uh, so it's SACS COC, and the COC is for a commission on colleges. But basically what SACS is, is just an accreditation agency. There's, I think, 11 different states in our association, and I work with SACS, and I work with all the departments on the college to make sure that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're providing the, edu the quality education, we have the right resources, and we are focusing on student learning. And I also teach a class, too, an intro to computers class, which is kind of for fun. I really enjoy that. Have you always uh, worked at the community college? or have you I haven't. Things? I started out straight out of, well, I started out as a computer programmer. Mm -hmm. And I, I worked for Davidson College for 10 years in IT as a programmer, which I really, really loved. But then had kids and it's hard to leave babies in daycare. It's so, so hard. And I was able to stay at home with them. And then when I went back to work, I got my teacher's license and I taught middle school for several years. And that was an adventure. That was mm. that was fun. <laughs> Bless you. I'm too old to go back to that now, but that was fun. Cool, cool. All right. So next we have Josh. It's your turn. What do you? Who are you? And what do you do? Well, as you said, Chris, I'm Josh Brown. I'm the assistant director of financial services here at Randolph Community College, uh, which basically means I work in the accounting department, make sure we spend our money correctly and don't spend more than we have. Um, I've been with RCC for almost three years now as an employee I'm from Asheboro. I've lived here my whole life, aside from when I went to college. I uh, started out my career at RCC as a student, did the college transfer program and transferred to UNC Chapel Hill. I uh, got my four-year degree there and then uh, went on to get my master's at Southern New Hampshire University online in accounting. And I uh, worked for a CPA firm for a couple years. I really liked the job, but I didn't love the drive to work and I didn't love the hours. They were awful. Hmm. So when the position came open here at Randolph, I jumped on it. Just like Marissa said, it felt like I was coming back home. You know, I owe a lot of my success as an individual to this school awesome. and what I learned here when I was a student. So I was beyond thrilled to be able to come back and work on the other side now as a staff member. And we're thrilled awesome. to have you. Thank you. So, and you you have a little bit of experience with dress codes, am I am I right? I do have some experience with dress codes. I went to a Christian school here in town from the time I was five until I graduated at eighteen, and we had a pretty strict dress code. Um, the girls had to wear dresses all the time, and the guys had to wear either jeans or slacks and a collared shirt tucked in with a belt. Now, if it was chapel day or if you played on a sports team and it was game day you had to wear a button-up shirt and tie, which at the time I hated. But I kind of think now the reason I like style and I like dressing up mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of because of that. They planted so the seeds. They planted the seeds, yeah. So back then I hated the dress code, but now I see a lot of value in it. Nice. What do you all think? Sydney, could you handle the dress code? I feel like if, if I was told that I had to dress a certain way, um, that would be difficult for me because when I was younger, I've – um, I may have told you guys this before, but I did uh, homeschool classes and I was constantly, constantly getting in trouble for violating the dress code. Wait, they have dress codes for homeschool? Isn't that your house? <laughs> well, no, I did homeschool classes though, which was like um, a big group of homeschoolers get together and we just learn together. And they have dress codes um, for that? They did. It, it wasn't strict, but it was basically, they just wanted everyone to wear the same thing. And I have always, always, always been someone who tries my best to look different um, just because I don't like looking like other people. And so I would constantly get in trouble, and there were mothers who would contact my mom. And 
It was so much fun. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is part of what you enjoyed, isn't it? Well, no, no, it wasn't fun. It was it was upsetting. Cause How I, would your mom respond? She, I mean, she would always tell them, like, Sydney is her own person. She's always been like that. She's been always been independent, you know. Like, she, she just does what she wants. She doesn't mean any harm in it. She's just trying to. Be Did different. it ever get to the point where they're like, "Well, we're just not going to ask her to come anymore" or anything like that? It, um, I got, I got in trouble a few times, and they, uh, I got sent home one day, and then from then on, I basically they wanted people to dress more professionally um, at that time, which mm -hmm. was when I was probably thirteen or fourteen. So I tried to find ways to dress professionally but make it quirky because mm -hmm. that's just how I am. Like I, I cannot dress normally. <laughs> um, it's like against your your, your mental I, I, capacity. I can't do it. So um, ever since then, I have made it my mission to dress how I have to for a job, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be me, you know. I, I can't really say much now because my dress, what I dress like here is crazy. Every, it's either like I look nice or I look like a punk kid. You or, do not look like a punk. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the point is, is that I taught myself to dress how I want to, but still make it fit into where I'm working or, nice. or asking. Yeah, sure. Just kind of adapting right. your style into a profession. And that's what style is as opposed to fashion. Mm, Look at that segue right, right there. Yeah. Awesome. And, and I think that's what more kids, I'll say kids, but young people need to understand that it's not about taking away your creativity right. and your individuality. Your freedom, yeah. Quite frankly, you have to look appropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everything is not appropriate mm -hmm. for work, school, um, out in public. Mm -hmm. And you just have to understand that. Right. And that is a really good point. I mean, I dress up every day for this job. I like dressing up, but I also don't wear a white shirt with black pants and a black tie every day. You know, right. like it's not boring. Like the mad men kind of thing. So right. I, I dress up and, and fit the role that I'm serving here at the college. But I wear funky socks and I wear you know, mm -hmm. plaid vest with its polka dotted ties, you know? So it's, it's yeah. very much a, a, uh, a unique personality in right. your clothing as well. So it's right. kind of like an extension of your personality in a way. Exactly. Right. And you yeah. made it work for the job that you're in. Exactly. Yeah. And it's totally. professional and it looks yeah. appropriate. And he always gets fun. comments. I never, always. ever, ever, ever get comments. But Josh. Not to your face. Not, yeah, exactly. They're always bad comments. <laughs> <laughs> you get comments about your beard. Yeah. And that's another thing I was going to ask. Hairstyle. Thing. You know, hairstyle is, is very important to kind of like what your style is. Right. Unfortunately, for those of us that don't have hair. We're limited in what we can do. This so is bald. I, I'm, very, I'm very bald. I started losing my hair when I was about 19, and I decided at that point I was not going to subject myself to the, the comb over or the... Just embrace it, right? Yeah, man. Just go, go for the full Patrick Stewart, you know, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, <laughs> right. man. Do it. With that, in order to kind of um, explore my style, I've allowed my beard to grow for almost a year now. Yeah. And it's it's pretty long, but I, was, I think I've talked to you, Josh, about mm -hmm. it. You know, I'm to the point now where I feel like I need to do something different. And so um, I've gone up to our cosmetology center and had them shape it up a few, th few times. I think I'm going to get to that point where I'm going to be like, all right, now it's time to to trim this way down and let's see what you can do with it and, and make me look stylish. So what do you all think about hairstyles? I think that uh, the humidity in our area plays a big part of the hairstyle that I choose <laughs> yes, for the day. Yes, yes. But um, I think that's another. Sydney and both have, have larger hair, if, if yeah. for those of you not watching. And the more humid, Thick. the larger it yeah. gets. Yeah. So I don't wash, dry, and straighten my hair on a rainy day. Right. Because no. it's pointless. Pointless. Um, but I think that's another way that we can show our individuality. We can, it can be neat and orderly even though it's a little bit curly we can tame mm -hmm. it 
somehow. Yeah. But um, now is your hair curly? Oh, normally, yes, okay, yes. not pretty curly. Sydney's is pretty curly. Yeah, Sydney's got a lot of curly hairs. Yeah. Curly in My places and straight in other places. Curly, yeah. yeah. I just kind of gave up on trying to make it look um, a certain way, and I wash it and I let it do its thing and is my hair and this is how how it's gonna be well, <laughs> and i think that's what i figured out too the the easier it is to manage mm-hmm. the better it looks mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. even though that's that takes a while to figure out for right. a lot of people it took me a long time to figure Absolutely. it out i kind of forget how liberating it is not to have to worry about any of that right. but once i started growing my beard i did want to kind of keep it looking nice and sure. so i would I would comb it. I would groom it. I don't have much to say about hair as a guy because Man, you, know, you got I don't, great hair. What I don't have the about? trouble that Marissa does with hair. But <laughs> I will say, in regards to beards, I'm I'm a firm believer in beards. Like I grow my beard out in the fall and winter, and I feel like a beard can be professionally appropriate. Mm, I agree, especially the day we live in. You know, I mean, how many people do you see? How many guys do you see that look corporate and have a beard? It's kind of catching on. So right. I think as long as you keep it, you know. Mm-hmm. As anything else, trimmed up, in shape, looking nice, then it's okay. Well, you know, and I look around the campus, and there there are not that many guys that will rock the beard. And I don't know if that's because of ability. I or think it's ability. Think it's Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And let's let's just let's just do a PSA. If you can't rock a good beard, it's don't okay. Even try it. It's okay. Just shave, shave it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing yourself a favor, and you're doing the rest of us one too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've just alienated our good uh, beard audience right now. So <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, guys. This just in. Josh doesn't like awkward beards. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Um, all right. Uh, so what else have we got? Um, anybody else have anything they want to talk about with style? Marissa has something. What you got? That was my thinking hand raise. Oh. Um, so usually when people raise their hand, I always think I'm supposed to call on them. <laughs> right. so. I know, but you know, in class, sometimes if you didn't raise your hand quick, there was some little girl sitting in the front row that got her hand raised first and you never got a chance to answer. Was that little was, girl Marissa? Yeah, I was going to say, well, was you? Well, it was. So y'all better raise your hand if you want to <laughs> If you want to take part in this conversation, you better have your ready. Yeah, one thing I'd like to mention in regards to professional dress and style is uh, – just the fact that, unfortunately, millennials and the current generation in school kind of struggle with what's professionally appropriate, as we've talked about. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a soft skill that we as the community college have the responsibility to educate our students on and talk about. Um, and, you know, the, the president and our board of trustees and everyone is wanting to focus more on these soft skills that make people more employable and more marketable. So Student Leadership Academy is something that is sponsored by the RCC Foundation. Uh, We accept anywhere from 12 to 15 students each year into the academy, and we meet various times throughout the years. We have speakers, both internal and external, that come in and speak about leadership, what it looks like, how to grow as a leader, what the various aspects of leadership are. And the students, you know, learn how to work in a group, how to be a leader, how to be a follower. And they also work on a group project the entire length of the year that they execute and then present on at graduation. So this year in our Student Leadership Academy, um, of which I'm one of the staff advisors, we are actually, we took out one topic that we were going to speak about at a session and inserted a whole night on soft skills, specifically how to dress and behave professionally and what's appropriate in a business setting. So we're actually having leaders in the community that own businesses and that are, are notable Randolph County natives come in and talk about how do you behave in a business dinner? 
in a business setting, how do you dress, what looks appropriate, what doesn't. And so that's one of the big soft skills that we're going to focus on this year in the Student Leadership Academy. So I think that's pretty timely given what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Right. I think that's an excellent idea yeah. because while it's easy for us to sit back and do a podcast on what everybody else should look like, right. the fact is, is that a lot of folks simply don't know. And it's our responsibility right. to help them. Yep. Right. And my style is made for podcasting. all right on that note let's take another break and when we return we'll test our knowledge of style through the ages and our segment called let's get cracking on the academia nuts podcast son what are these um textbooks your mom said she caught you studying what it's no big deal okay i I just want to be successful who taught you how to do this stuff you all right i learned it by watching you Parents who do homework have kids who do homework. To advance your career and set an example for your children, go to randolph.edu. This message brought to you by Randolph Community College. Creating opportunities, changing lives. We're back and we all have our thinking sombreros on as our quiz wizard, Felicia, engages our gray matter in a game of style on this segment called Let's Get Cracking. Let's Get Cracking. Is everybody ready? Oh, as ready as we'll ever excited? I'm ready okay. to crack some heads. All right. <laughs> oh. All right. So these are either going to be multiple choice or true false. Is everybody ready? ready? Yes. First question. In which decade did Congress end the skirts only requirement for female representatives? What decade? What decade? I have multiple choice or okay. you can guess. Oh, wow. You guess I'm going to have to have some choices. Okay. Okay. A. 60s, B, 70s, B, 80s, or D, 90s? 60s. I'm going to say 70s. I'm going to say 60s. I'm going to say the 90s. D. Ding, ding, ding. Chris is right. No way. Yes. Because you would think, all right, Congress, how backwards are they? You know, they're not going to let that (laughs) go until like the late. True, true. Actually, I I read up on it a little bit, and a female representative at the time, there was bad weather, like snow, Mm -hmm. and she said, I am not wearing a skirt when it is snowing outside. And she got the, I guess, unofficial approval. She got the nod, she said, from whomever was in charge at the time. Mm-hmm. And from then on, they made that exception. But that was in the 90s. Good thing, or else wow. we would not know what a Hillary Clinton pantsuit was. Oh, exactly. good point, Josh. Good point. She would have changed that rule. Yeah, yeah, she would have. All right. All right, so Chris. I got a point, got a point. man. I'm on the board. Okay. Ah. Second question. In 1923, a French fashion designer introduced her signature suit, which is like the pantsuit we know today. Who is the designer? Mm. Multiple choice or guesses? Either one. I think we need some choices. Yeah, I think we're going to have to have choices. I think so, too. Okay. A, Muccia Prada. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. So Prada, yeah. We'll go with Prada. B, Carolina Herrera. C, Diane von Furstenberg. Or D, Coco Chanel? I'm going to say Carolina Herrera. I'm going for Coco Chanel. I'm going with Coco Chanel. I'm going to go well. with Chanel. Chanel is correct. Yay! Yeah. Okay. I Sorry, have one Josh. point. It's okay. I don't claim to know women's fashion. <laughs> Good. Well, that, what does that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know it? <laughs> okay, so this is a true or false question. During the Middle Ages, dress codes were believed to have come straight from God. 
true or false? Oh, wow. I say true. I'm going to say true. I guess true. I'm going to say false. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yay! That's what you get for going with the, <laughs> gets the status quo, Josh. If you weren't such a trendsetter, you might. Follow the crowd. Follow the crowd. <laughs> okay. Question four. Who is the only first lady to ever wear a pantsuit in her White House portrait? Oh, Hillary Clinton. I'd have no, to be. No, I, don't, I, think I, have, I have multiple choice. Oh, oh yeah, let's have some multiple choice. A, Laura Bush. B, Hillary Clinton. Ooh. C, Nancy Reagan. Or D, Betty Ford. I'm going to go Nancy Reagan. I am. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I'm going to stick with Hillary Clinton. Okay. I'm going to go with Hillary Clinton. I'm going to say Hillary Clinton, too. Hillary Clinton it is. Uh, Yay! I'll Three take Three points. Sweet. Me and Marissa are tied. We are. Was it the first person or the in her, only? In the portrait. In her portrait. So is she the only one that's mm -hmm. ever worn a pantsuit in the yep. portrait? Wow. Okay. No, Laura Bush didn't. No. <laughs> what does she wear? Most everybody else had a I mean, dress, dress or, or skirt. Sure a dress. Yeah, with okay. a skirt or, or a dress. Some pantyhose. Ah. Uh, Modest heels. Got you. Got you. <laughs> Modest. All right. <laughs> okay. Last question. This is a true or false. In ancient civilizations, there was an appointed group of magistrates whose job it was to enforce dress codes for women. True or false? I'm going to say true on that one. Yeah, I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true, too. I'm going to say true. Correct. It is yep. true. Awesome. An all-male panel of magistrates. <laughs> I can just see that. tell because, oh. women. This was in the ancient Greek times. Oh. Yeah, I just found that interesting. And if they didn't like something that a female was wearing, it could be ripped off. And then, of course, the clothing would be uh, given to the gods. Nice. But it could be ripped off right oh, there in public. I can see them abusing that power. How right. awkward would that be? Seriously. Right. right. That was terrible. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it? That's All right. it. Marissa, what did you have for your score? I had four. That's what I thought. Okay. Marissa had four. I had four. So we have a tie. I had yes. You had three. Excuse me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> me and Sydney had four, I know. Did you have four, Sydney? Yeah. Okay. Because I did miss one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you so, missed the yeah. pantsuit. Josh, missed apparently, it's a three-way tie. Sorry, yes. Josh, man. It's all good. <laughs> you did well, man. You had three. Those so were all heavily female-biased. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. All right. So, we finished our quiz. We always wrap up our time together with a segment about what we are currently nuts about these days. Mm. Uh, this can include anything from music, TV shows, movies, books, etc. cetera. Uh, who would like to start us off? Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, you always start us off. I'm not ready. You're not ready. All right. Who else? Who I'll else start. Marissa's going to start us off. Okay. What I'm nuts about right now is what a lot of people across the country are nuts about is America's Got Talent. Oh. There's some really great yeah. talent on it this time. There's some really great singers. The mm -hmm. Preacher Lawson is hilarious. Oh, yeah, he is great. We didn't like The uh, Sarah and Hero with her dog. Oh, my mm -hmm. goodness. That's mm -hmm. amazing. But the best one, in my opinion, is Darcy Lynn, the little blonde girl with the puppets. And she sings better than mm -hmm. most people can sing. And she doesn't move her lips. Yeah, I agree. Amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm nuts about right now. My, We've been watching it. Same, same as you. Um, 
found, you know, even the magician acts and, yes. and the dancers and everything, everything, the light suit guys that I think you showed us, yeah. Felicia, those light suit guys. Yeah. They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. They are. And the little guy that does the robot dancing. Mary. Oh, the little so, guy. Yeah, he's he, really young. Really, really good. Yeah. Thank you, Marissa. Who's next? Okay. So I'm not really into any one thing right now, but the first thing that came to my mind is I have been revisiting my love for Lincoln Park. Oh, Man, sadly. I was really oh. hoping you were going to say the Golden Girls. Wow, that goes without saying. What if, what <laughs> I know, I know you love some Golden Girls. What if there was an episode where Lincoln Park visited the Golden Girls? <laughs> oh, there you go. That like, would be amazing. When worlds collide. Right. Floating down as colors Sadly, we we lost the lead singer, and so I have actually found music that I had never heard before, and I'm a big fan, Mm -hmm. and I really, really like it. I know this hit you especially hard. You were even anticipating going to a concert. I was, yeah. yeah, I was going to go to a concert that they were holding in Charlotte, and had even talked to people about, you know, taking the time to go, and it, it did. It bothered me. I was upset and saddened by by what happened. It's a tough day. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty tough. There's and been a lot of that going around lately. So. Unfortunately. And looking a bit ahead, we do have the new season of American Horror Story. Ah. Scary, scary clowns. Oh, it's coming out. It, the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it and as scary. Sydney just mentioned, the new Stranger Things. Uh, that's mm. what I was going to talk about. Super no. stoked about that. Oh, well, go ahead, Josh. No. You pick it up right now. You're next. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just going to say... Um, what I'm nuts about right now is, first, my Instagram. I'm going to do a shameless plug. Yes. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's <laughs> at joshua.brown.style. Uh, I post about men's fashion, men's style, men's fitness. So give me a follow if you're interested. Uh, so I'm nuts about that. I'm also nuts about Stranger Things coming out yes. in October. I feel like it's been three years since the it finale of like last it. season. It feels like it, absolutely. And I cannot wait for that to come out. Nice. Although I'm a little bit nervous because the first season was so good yeah. that I'm afraid they're going to be hard to follow up that. I'm, they have a lot I'm afraid to they're not going to be able to follow it up very well. It might get a little too strange. But <laughs> <laughs> it's called Stranger Things. I mean, Strangest you know, Things. The strangest <laughs> things. <laughs> Slightly less strange things than the last time you watched this. <laughs> um, For anybody course, out there who has not watched Stranger Things, oh gosh, you highly, owe it to, it to Would it give me nightmares? No, no. It's, not, it, it's so unbelievable that it's not. It's scary. And as a child, though, as a child, good. as a person growing up in the eighties yeah. and nineties, oh, you um, definitely appreciate. You that. would. It's like well, watching Tony Krueger and all that stuff. No, scared it's, me. it's more like Close Encounters, ET. Oh, okay, um, okay, I'm like that. It's, yeah. it's creepy, yeah. but uh-huh. it's not like the Freddy Krueger type. Yeah, it's okay. not X Files kind of thing. So. And okay. the soundtrack is yes. incredible. It is oh, yeah. It's very okay. 80s soundtrack. It's all it's right. Awesome. I might check out and one episode and see. It's very fashionable too, yeah. with oh. the 80s fashion. Ah, yeah. the sweaters cool. and the yeah, the yeah. sweaters and the puffy vest. Puffy vest. Yeah. I nice. had one. Of I think there was a, I will a say. corduroy coat in there somewhere. Uh-huh. I believe. Yeah. Last fall when I watched it, I got a lot of my fall fashion inspiration from Stranger Nice. Change your thing. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and also uh, another plug, you may occasionally see some photos by our own Sydney Bartholo on Josh's, Josh's Instagram That's feed. very true. And Josh are a power team. We yes, are. Yeah. They, they're a power couple. <laughs> <laughs> Josh and Sid. 
Um, and the so, last thing I'm nuts about. Okay, man, Josh has got you only get one, Josh. No, I was told multiple. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. There's no rules here. Oh man, go for it. I mean, Sydney stole one of mine. So. She did. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, so you go ahead. You I'm have as many as you want. Anyone that knows me knows I'm nuts about baseball, and it's almost the postseason. They're wrapping up the regular season. World Series is coming soon. I'm so pumped about it. Oh, nice, nice, Sid. All right. Last so, but not least, I'm nuts about well like two things kind of um the first thing is lately i've been so into folk music which is Ooh. weird because my 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 music taste has always been a little bit on the folk folk side but um last month i went to a concert with some friends and it wasn't even the music we saw but on the way there we listened to some awesome like a folk playlist on spotify and it was awesome those um, random spotify playlists are where it's at mm-hmm. yeah, right it was so good and so i've been listen to a lot of folk music can you give me one artist um well i mean this sounds really typical but i found some songs by like mumford and sons mm-hmm. and um uh and the lumineers that like aren't mm-hmm. their popular songs okay and then like through those i found random artists who do songs that are really good nice um so yeah that's one thing that i've just been like really crazy about and then i guess the second thing which is um i don't know why i've just been so obsessed with wearing primary colors this kind of ties into our like the, our, fashion our fashion style, style thing. stuff but um like over the past week i find myself constantly wearing either i'm wearing like black and that's it like black and white or black and denim or whatever currently or yeah <laughs> or i'm wearing primary colors yesterday i wore a shirt that um was red yellow and um green. blue it was and had a little bit of green a little bit of green, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, and then I was looking back at a photo shoot one of my fellow photographer friends did for me, and I realized I was wearing a blue flannel with red and yellow uh, plaid on it, and then I was wearing yellow vans and a red shirt. So I don't know. It's I like just, kindergarten colors, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but I love it because my entire branding um, for, you know, my, my as a designer and a photographer, my, my personal logo and branding is uh, primary colors anyway, so I feel like it fits, but... I don't know. I just love it. I've been doing it a lot lately. Awesome. It's a lot of Good fun. Deal. Oh, and I realized I didn't give mine my uh, my thing I'm nuts about right now. I'm I'm listening to another podcast. It's uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. And what he does is he takes a look at things that have happened in the past and looks at them in a new light and oftentimes draws different conclusions from what may be the accepted viewpoint of it. And he just goes through and does an excellent job on his podcast. And if anybody gets a chance to listen to that, I would highly recommend it. Uh, you will be thanking me later. All right, all you nutty people, it's time to wrap up this episode of the Academia Nuts podcast. We hope we've engaged, enlightened, and entertained you during this period of time that you will never, ever get back. Uh, tell us about your fashion foibles or stylistic snafus by sending us an email to talk at academianuts.cc. Hopefully, they'll let us stay on the air for another month. So from all of us here at the Academia Nuts podcast, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> there it was. Yay, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs>